0: Chapter 4 When Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard he was making and baptizing more disciples than John, though Jesus himself was not baptizing but his disciples were, he left Judea and went again to Galilee. He had to travel through Samaria, so he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the property that Jacob had given his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, Worn out from his journey, sat down at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Give me a drink, Jesus said to her, because his disciples had gone into town to buy food. How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? She asked him, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would ask him and he would give you living water. Sir, said the woman, You don't even have a bucket and the well is deep, so where do you get this living water? You aren't greater than our father Jacob, are you? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and livestock. Jesus said, Everyone who drinks from this water will get thirsty again, but whoever drinks from the water that I will give him will never get thirsty again. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up in him for eternal life. Sir, the woman said to him, Give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and come here to draw water. Go call your husband, he told her, and come back here. I don't have a husband, she answered. You have correctly said, I don't have a husband, Jesus said, for you've had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. Sir, the woman replied, I see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus told her, Believe me, woman, an hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, because salvation is from the Jews. But an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes, the Father wants such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Jesus told her, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Just then his disciples arrived, and they were amazed that he was talking with a woman. Yet no one said, What do you want? or What are you talking with her? Then the woman left her water jar, went into town and told the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They left the town and made their way to him. In the meantime, the disciples kept urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said, I have food to eat that you don't know about. The disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work, Jesus told them. Don't you say there are still four more months and then comes the harvest? Listen to what I'm telling you. Open your eyes and look at the fields because they are ready for harvest. The reaper is already receiving pay and gathering fruit for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For in this case, the saying is true one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you didn't labor for. Others have labored, and you have benefited from their labor. Now, many Samaritans from that town believed in him because of what the woman said when she testified. He told me everything I ever did, so when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more believed because of what he said. And they told the woman, We no longer believe because of what you said, since we have heard for ourselves and know that this really is the Savior of the world. After two days he left there for Galilee. Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When they entered Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they had seen everything he did in Jerusalem during the festival, for they also had gone to the festival. He went again to Cana of Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. There was a certain royal official whose son was ill at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea into Galilee, he went to him and pleaded with him to come down and heal his son since he was about to die. Jesus told him, Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Sir, the official said to him, come down before my boy dies. Go, Jesus told him, your son will live. The man believed what Jesus said to him and departed. While he was still going down, his servants met him, saying that his boy was alive. He asked them at what time he got better. Yesterday at one in the afternoon. The fever left him, they answered. The father realized this was the very hour at which Jesus had told him, your son will live. So he himself believed, along with his whole household. Now, this was also the second sign Jesus performed after he came from Judea to Galilee. Chapter 5 After this, a Jewish festival took place, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. By the sheep gate in Jerusalem, there is a pool called Bethesda, in Aramaic, which has five columnates. Within these lay a large number of the disabled, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been disabled for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying there and realized he had already been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the disabled man answered, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up, but while I am coming, someone goes down ahead of me. Get up, Jesus told him. Pick up your mat and walk. Instantly the man got well, picked up his mat, and started to walk. Now that day was the Sabbath, and so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, this is the Sabbath, the Lord provides you from picking up your mat. He replied, the man who made me well told me, pick up your mat and walk. Who is this man who told you, pick up your mat and walk, they asked. But the man who was healed did not know who it was, because Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. After this, Jesus found him in the temple and said to him, See, you are well. Do not sin anymore, so that something worse doesn't happen to you. The man went and reported to the Jews that it was Jesus who had made him well. Therefore the Jews began persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. Jesus responded to them, My father is still working, and I am working also. This is why the Jews began trying all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal to God. Jesus replied, Truly, I tell you, the son is not able to do anything on its own, but only what he sees the father doing. For whatever the father does, the son likewise does these things. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing, and he will show him greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. And just as the father raises the dead and gives them life, so the son also gives life to whom he wants. The father, in fact, judges no one, but has given all judgment to the son so that all people may honor the Son just as they honor the Father. Anyone who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Truly, I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not come under judgment, but had passed from death to life. Truly, I tell you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For just as the Father has life in himself, so also he has granted to the Son to have life in himself. And he has granted him the right to pass judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, because a time is coming when all who are in the grace will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good things to the resurrection of life, but those who have done wicked things to the resurrection of condemnation. I can do nothing on my own. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of him who sent me. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. There is another who testifies about me, and I know that the testimony he gives about me is true. You sent messengers to John, and he testified to the truth. I don't receive human testimony, but I say these things so that you may be saved. John was a burning and shining lamp, and you were willing to rejoice for a while in his light. But I have greater testimony than John's because of the works that the Father has given me to accomplish. These very works I am doing testify about me that the Father has sent me. The Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You have not heard his voice at any time and you haven't seen his form. You don't have his words residing in you because you don't believe the one he sent. You pore over the Scriptures because you think you have eternal life in them, and yet they testify about me. But you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. I do not accept glory from people, but I know you, that you have no love for God within you. I have come in my Father's name, and yet you don't accept me. If someone else comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe, since you accept glory from one another, but don't seek the glory that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you to the Father. You accuse us Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me, because he wrote about me. But if you don't believe what he wrote, how will you believe in my words?' Chapter 6 After this, Jesus crossed the Sea of Galilee of Tiberias. A huge crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was performing by healing the sick. Jesus went up a mountain and sat down there with his disciples. Now, the Passover, a Jewish festival, was near. So when Jesus looked up and noticed a huge crowd coming toward him, he asked Philip, Where will we buy bread so that these people can eat? He asked this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would be enough for each of them to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother, said to him, There's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, so they sat down. The men numbered about five thousand. Then Jesus took the loaves, and after giving thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also with the fish, as much, much as they wanted. When they were full, he told his disciples, Collect the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. So they collected them and filled twelve baskets with the pieces from the five barley loaves that were left over by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This truly is the prophet who is to come into the world. Therefore, when Jesus realized that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, he withdrew against to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat and started across the sea to Capernaum. Darkness had already set in, but Jesus had not yet come to them. A high wind arose, and the sea began to churn. After they had rowed about 3 or 4 miles they saw Jesus walking on the sea he was coming near the boat and they were afraid but he said to them it is I don't be afraid then they were willing to take him on board and at once the boat was at the shore where they were heading The next day the crowd that had stayed on the other side of the sea saw there had been only one boat. They also saw that Jesus had not boarded the boat with his disciples, but that his disciples had gone off alone. Some boats from Tiberias came near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. When the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum looking for Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Truly I tell you, you are looking for me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Don't work for the food that perishes, but for the food that lasts for eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal of approval on him. What can we do to perform the works of God, they ask? Jesus replied, This is the work of God, that you believe in the one he has sent. What sign then are you going to do so that we may see and believe you, they ask. What are you going to perform? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. Just as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, Moses didn't give you the bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven." For the bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said, Sir, give us this bread always. I am the bread of life, Jesus told them. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry, and no one who believes in me will ever be thirsty again. But as I told you, you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. Everyone the Father gives me will come to me, And the one who comes to me I will never cast out. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose none of those he has given me, but should raise them up on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that every one who sees the Son and believes in him will have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. Therefore the Jews started grumbling about him, because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, Isn't this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I've come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, Stop grumbling among yourselves. No one can come to to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has listened to and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Truly, I tell you, anyone who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes from heaven, so that anyone may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. The bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. At that the Jews argued among themselves, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So Jesus said to them, Truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life in yourselves. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day, because my flesh is true food and my blood is true drink. The one who eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that come, came down from heaven. It is not like the manna your ancestors ate, and they died. The one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while teaching in a synagogue in Capernaum. Therefore, when many of his disciples heard this, they said, This teaching is hard. Who can accept it? Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, asked them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to observe the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? The Spirit is the one who gives life. The flesh doesn't help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and are life. But there are some among you who don't believe. For Jesus knew from the beginning those who did not believe in the one who would betray him. He said, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted to him by the Father. From that moment many of his disciples turned back and no longer accompanied him. So Jesus said to the twelve, You don't want to go away too, do you? Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom will we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus replied to them, Didn't I choose you, the twelve? Yet one of you is a devil. He was referring to Judas, Simon Iscariot's son, one of the twelve, because he was going to betray him.